What's going on, everybody? Now, the question is this. How do men and women all over the world, coaches, experts, influencers, thought leaders, create six- or seven-figure businesses, all while having fun and changing lives? If you want to know the secrets to start that business, getting leads, getting paid what you desire for the clients you serve, and changing their lives every single day, this is the podcast for you. I'm JC of The Finest, and this is The Finest Hour. What's going on, everybody? Got a super special episode today on the Finest Hour podcast. I have none other than Rob Reed Fitness that is joining me. And for all of you that are paying attention, I always mention someone named Fit Gage Reed. That's my coach, and Rob Reed Fitness is the same exact person. So we have Rob live on the Finest Hour podcast. What's going on, Rob? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, Justin? How you been? Uh, pretty good, man. How about yourself? Good. I'm, I'm actually better. I want to say a big shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. I was at the game last night, first and foremost, uh, for uh, <laughs> our Super Bowl win last season. And, uh, you know, we just got another win last night against the Atlanta Falcons. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Definitely. That's awesome. I, I got to agree with you on that. I watched it myself, at least the end of it. You know, it was a nail biter, but we pulled it out. And I expect nothing less than the Super Bowl champs. And being from Philly, it feels good to finally have a winning squad to win it all. Hey, look, they, they always say, it, uh, the, the old saying is, it ain't how you start, it's how you finish, right? You're right. No, you're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> you're exactly right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, thank you very much, man, for joining me today. Thanks uh, for having I, me on the show. I yeah, appreciate no, that. Yeah, no problem at all. You know, I always let my followers know one of the most important things that you can do, you know, and listeners as well, is to find a coach. You know, and I can give a little bit of a backstory here and then I'll let you take it. But I know for myself, both of us, you know, with your background, we can get more into that in a second. But I know, you know, just myself playing college basketball, finishing, and I had some issues to where I was still having the bad habits that I had before, but I was thinking I could outwork them in the gym, thinking that I was still super young. And very quickly, I realized the weight wasn't coming off the same way. And as an actor and a model, I needed to lose that weight to get the roles I was going for and the auditions I was going for. You know, I realized, hey, you know what? I need help. And the person that I knew that was skilled in that was you, you know, and I called on you. You helped me. And I would not be here where I'm currently at, where I'm currently going without you. So in my career, you're very, very, very important. But in leading into that, how about you let some of the listeners know maybe more of what you do or more, maybe more of what you can help people with on a regular basis. Like talk, tell, tell a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I want to say first and foremost, before we even get into that, um, you got to thank yourself for putting in the work. So even though I may have helped lay the groundwork or may have given you some background and, you know, information as far as, uh, you know, what you should be working out and whatsoever, but you were the one that one stuck to it. You made it, you made a dedication, um, you made a commitment, uh, and that's the most important part. So you need to be thanking yourself for putting the work in because at the end of the day, you know, you, if you didn't follow the guidelines, if you didn't seek out help, and if you didn't stick with the program, then, you know, that's, that's, that's what became the, the most important part. So I appreciate the accolades, but it, it, it's you that should be getting the accolades for doing what you did. So well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that being said, my background is um, obviously we, we went to, to, to high school together. Um, I used to uh, dog you on the basketball court because you were kind of a bum. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I, uh, I, I played my college football uh, days were at Penn State. Um, and then, you know, I played uh, professional football for a few years, kept getting cut, couldn't make a team, unfortunately. Um, so I got into manufacturing. So my, uh, my background is actually supplements and manufacturing. And then um, I started doing kind of personal training and stuff on the side. 
and then I just loved helping people. Like, you know, I, I just, and I, I love like seeing like the, the transformations and like changing people's lives. And, you know, so that's, um, so then I ended up getting certified uh, in personal training um, and nutrition. Um, and that's just where, uh, that, that's where it started. It started out in sports and then it, it just branched out. And then, you know, I, now that, like you said, we're getting older, um, I, it's, it's not just about the gym and pushing heavy weights. It's, it's more about nutrition. Um, I went to my doctor one time just for, you know, routine physical. And what he told me, like, was kind of alarming. He, we were just having a random conversation. He's just like, uh, but he said that 80% of diseases can be thwarted by a healthy diet and exercise. 80%. So that means we're pretty much, we're eating ourselves to death. I mean, like diabetes and, you know, whatever other diseases there are. I mean, I could go on and on, but it's just like, if you change your, I mean, some things are inevitable. um, But if you change, just change your diet and worked out for, 30 minutes a day for it. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be lifting 300 pounds. You don't have to be whatever. Uh, you know, as long as you're just doing something active, you could walk, play tennis, you know, whatever. Just 30 minutes a day, three times a week. I mean, obviously you can do more, but you know, at minimum, I mean, sure. you're saving yourself in 80% chance of, of dying of some sort of disease. Like, I mean, that's just, that's, that's almost astronomical to me. That is, that is wild. That's a, that's a crazy statistic, but you know, you see it every single day, you know, when you're looking at you driving the car and all of a sudden you see McDonald's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, all these different places. All you see is ads on fast food. It seems like, you know, when we were kids, it was like those things that you'd make at home and everyone would laugh at you. It'd be like a burger with macaroni and cheese and onion rings and meatloaf. And now <laughs> that's like a regular thing, yeah. you know? And I, I like, it's crazy to me. Like you go to the store, any restaurant, like you can order whatever you want. Literally, it might have like 50,000 calories, not even joking. You know, and people order it every single day and they won't really think what they're putting into their bodies. And I know that's one thing like you said, you know, we're athlete, you know, we're both athletes in our past. And I knew I'd eat whatever I could. My pregame meal for basketball in high school was a cheesesteak fries and a Coke. Oh, and yeah. Now pre- we're talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. My pregame meal, you know, in college, it was a double Whopper, onion rings, and a chocolate shake and a water before every game for every season. I'm like, I don't know how I used to do that, but it caught up to me fast. And I know with your background, you know, you were one of the main, main people that really truly showed me how important it was with health and diet. You know, like you said, if all of those 80 to 90% of those different diseases are preventable by what you're eating, you, know, you basically honestly saved my life, you know, and the knowledge you've given me is helping me save others. So it's just incredible what you can learn just by asking for help, you know, and, and just not being afraid to be like, hey, you know what, I can't help myself. Maybe you can help me. Now, I want to say one thing. So we're talking about, uh, you know, eating cheesesteaks and eating cheeseburgers, blah, blah. The reason you need a coach, because you don't know what you don't know. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you obviously, uh, if you want to feed your religion, whatever it is, you go to church, your mosque or, you know, your your synagogue, whatever religion you're in. So you have to feed, you know, that, that person speaks and helps you educate and you feed your religion. If, if you, you know, you want to get knowledgeable about something, certification, uh, you know, teaching, you know, whatever it is, you need to be taught by somebody. So it's like a lot of, and a lot of people think eating healthy is just going and eating a salad, you know, or, you know, whatever, but there's so much more to it. So we're eating, like I said, we're talking about cheesesteaks and burgers and whatever. You still have to live your life. You can eat pizza, you can eat cheesesteaks, you can eat burgers, but life is about balance. So as long yeah. as you have that balance, you, you have to be able to, you know, calculate your macros and, you know, as, as you can still have a cheeseburger and, you know, a glass of wine or your vodka or whatever you're doing. Um, you can have cheat meals or not even cheat meals, uh, you know, flexible dieting. Um, but uh, so I don't want people to think that like, you have to like, you know, eat grilled chicken and asparagus every day. You can still have <laughs> cheese, che- cheese steaks and burgers and all that, you know, good, nasty, filthy stuff 
And that's why we're alive. You know, you, you have to be able to indulge and enjoy your life, whatever. But I call it like the 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time you eat well and 20% of the time you go ahead and eat your trash and have fun. You know, you have your cheesecakes and your, you know, whatever, whatever you're into. So Definitely. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I still actually remember that post uh, when you put it on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I, I constantly check your account because I'm always trying to consume and learn more, you know, and I've learned so much from you and just looking at your account on a regular basis, there's so many things that you'll point out and you simplify it so well on your page. Like the 80-20 rule, I remember you used a very simple graphic just to kind of, please an example, I guess, to show what that looks like, you know, and it made it so easy to understand, you know, maybe you have a couple days where you're eating perfect. Then maybe the fourth day you have a glass of wine and, you know, a nice bowl of pasta. And the next day, maybe you have some McDonald's for breakfast, but the rest right. of the day you eat clean. You know, like you said, the, exactly. the flexible dieting, giving you an opportunity to live your life. But at the same time, you know, keeping yourself in kind of in check. Well, I wanted to say uh, two things. Um, one, I appreciate you following my page. I also uh, look at your stuff. Your stuff's, uh, your stuff's hard to look at because, like, um, I feel a little gay, you know, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with being gay. But you're too good looking of a guy, you know, and it's like, I can't, I can't, I can't go to your page too much because it makes me feel bad about myself, you know. So, <laughs> I'm like this guy, you know, he's shirtless, he's doing this, he's that. I can't be looking at his page too much. But uh, no, congratulations, man. Uh, you're doing really well with all your stuff and the music. And like, you know, like I said, I, I've known you since we were kids. And I, I just love to see where, you know, where you, where you came from and where you're going. And I'm just like, it's, it's great, man. I just want to say congratulations on your success and, you know, everything that, that you got going on. But yeah, I, I try to, I try to simplify things because it, it, it actually is more simple than people think you know it's just like yeah. uh, and it, the the very first thing is like, and it goes back to what we talked about in the beginning of conversations is making the commitment um, so everyone always says like oh you know I, I love to lose weight or I'd love to do this or I'm gonna start Monday I'm gonna start Monday no start today you know whatever it is like unfortunately and you're talking about looking at my page unfortunately I think that social media is a bad thing for society and what and what and the only reason i'm saying that is because people look at you, you need to stop looking at these people in the magazines and on social media and whatever because they don't even look like that you know they, they they post their best pictures they post their best life they post their whatever social media almost forces people um to compare themselves to others and, and you can't do that because you don't know that person's journey so yeah. like you know you're like i, I want to look like you know Susie q whoever that may be but you don't know if Susie Q had surgery. You don't know if Susie Q is on some performance enhancing things. You don't know if Susie Q is a stay at home so she can just work out all day. She, you know, she, she doesn't have a, a full time job. Or, you don't know what Susie Q is. So don't compare yourself to Susie Q. You have to be the best you that you can be. And, uh, you know, whatever that like whatever that may consist of, you know, you can build the best you. But I, I think social media helps people or forces people or I can't use I, I can't think of the right word to use, but like it's a constant comparison. And, you know, that's uh, I don't mean to preach right now, but that's just, uh, you know, that's that's one of the things I, I don't like about social media. Yeah. I mean, I feel that's that's super accurate. You know, I know the one thing that I see a lot of people coin it, uh, a lot of the accounts that I follow and you have the comparison syndrome, like always looking to the left or to the right. Correct. You know, and how in a lot of instances you have, you know, what a lot of people call the digital depression. As great as social media can be for your business and for, you know, showcasing whatever it is that you have going on in your life, which is cool. You know, it's fun to let people know what's going on. But when you're looking, like you said, maybe at Susie Q's page, you don't know what's going on. So maybe Correct. you're on a journey, you want to lose 50 pounds and you've never lost a pound in your life. And you're on this great journey, you lost 10 pounds and you go and you share it on your page and everyone's like, that's a great job, that's a great job. But then as soon as you stop talking on your page, you start scrolling on the main page. Correct. And all you see is these people that are in this great shape. And like you said, you don't know if they're on supplements, if they have that surgery, you don't know their life background. And all of a sudden you feel like your results are less impactful. 
And that's terrible. I mean, because like everyone has their own journey, own story. And again, I, I, I have have fun with social media. I'm, I'm not I'm not coming down on Instagram or Facebook. I, I do it. I have fun. I play. I joke. If you if you look at my page, a lot of funny stuff. I just don't want people to take it too seriously. I guess I should say more than uh more than because everyone posts their best self. You know, they're, they're not yeah. posting their they're not posting their failures. You know, you're right. So you're it's right. Just like uh, you know, just just be careful when it comes to that type of stuff. Yeah, that's 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 a great way to put it. You know, I like to say like Instagram is kind of like a highlight reel. You know, and right. I like to exactly. say like you know perfect, with, perfect example or perfect uh, analogy yeah you gotta you gotta keep it you know there's there's cool times like i like to the one thing i like to do is i'll share my losses because in real life that's gonna happen yeah i have my and my failures too like sure i might be on a diet and you know i'll just have like a bad couple days because i'm just literally starving and i'm like you know what i want to eat this way or maybe i have a bad photo shoot or a bad something and that's real life like nobody has you know a perfect every single day it's like wow this person came out they were born and all of a sudden they have this sculpted body that belongs in every magazine and that does not exist that's a fairy tale you know like well, except, 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 except tom brady and giselle I, th- I think they're perfect I, no one yeah. else is perfect but tom brady and giselle they're they're perfect yeah they, they have an asterisk next to their name <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else has flaws <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's definitely definitely a good way to put it i mean being you know a fitness coach and being a, a physical trainer and all the things you have in the manufacturing you have so many different backgrounds what are the maybe when you deal with the people the clients that you have you know what are the, some of the common issues that maybe they have that you could share that how you help them get over some of those challenges i think the most common issue is the eating um okay. because like you know unfortunately so if you don't prepare and plan uh the old additive is uh fail to plan and plan so then plan to fail so yeah. if you go to work and you don't prep your meals, you're going to end up running out for lunch, you know, and like grabbing fast food or grabbing whatever, like you have to prep. That is the, that is the most important thing is preparing. And, uh, uh, I was watching, um, you know, a couple, uh, I was watching Dr. Oz one day and uh, as I'm learning and going and I, I, just like I coach, I learn from other people, you know, Definitely. and you know, along. And he said that you, you shouldn't, whether it's Thanksgiving leftovers, whether it's whatever, but you shouldn't do anything more than four. Um, you shouldn't eat leftovers that are more than four days old. So I do everything either three to four days. So on, on Sunday, I might prep until, you know, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. So that being said, but I'll make sure that I take my lunch with me because, you know, we live a fast paced life. We're on the go. You have to prep. You have to prep or you're going to end up, you know, not not eating what you what you should. Um, so the most uh, one of the common issues or the most common issue I see is people not preparing. Um, you know, so it, 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 and the second thing would probably be not understanding if you you have to be in a caloric deficit if you're trying to lose weight and if you have to be in a caloric surplus if you're trying to gain weight so people always say um you know how do i uh so guys that want to gain muscle they say how do, how do i gain muscle well you have to take in more calories so it's just like you turn that weight into whatever you want whether it's fat whether it's muscle whatever but you have to take in more calories than you burn if you yeah. want to lose weight then you have to take in less calories than you're burning i mean that's it's, it's that simple yeah now that makes that makes a lot of sense. You know, I get a lot of questions about that, and you just really explain that super simply. I know the one question that I have, and it's funny, and I'm sure you can answer it way better than I can. That's why you're here on the podcast. But the question is, you know, a lot of people, like you said, you have the caloric deficits. You know, you have different ways to lose the weight, different ways to gain the weight. The first question that I get from a lot of people that message me or contact me is, "What is their opinion on supplements? Or should I take this? Should I take creatine? Should I take this or that? Should I take whey protein or?" Should I take BCAAs? You know, you being in the manufacturing business, you know, and having your own brands, the things that you work with, what's your opinion on supplements and maybe some things that you think are good supplements and then maybe some of the tricks that kind of fool people about supplements? 
Okay, so a few things. One, I own a supplement company. So as yes. a as the owner of a supplement company, I want to say, hey, go out buy creatine, go out buy this, go out yeah. buy that. But the reality is, people ask me, you know, they'll walk up to me on the street. You know, they they see I may have like a kind of athletic build or whatever, and they'll say, you know, what do I take to look like that? And I can say, hey, you know what? I own a protein company. Go take protein. But the reality is nothing. There's no magic pill. There's no magic drink. There's no magic powder. No magic potion that you take and then you have a six pack or you know whatever. Nothing. There's yeah. nothing that you're going to take that's going to bypass a healthy diet and exercise. Nothing. Yeah. So that's I want to get that out the way. Secondly. Um, but do supplements work? Yes. Um, but again, it's, it's supplementing a healthy diet and exercise. So when you're working out, protein is important. You know, BCAs are important for recovery. If you want to build, you know, creatine can help you with strength and also recovery and, you know, things of that nature. If you're, if you're trying to, you know, look more full or arginine might be good for vascularity. So I would think if you're going to take a supplement, the three main supplements, depending on what you're doing. So, if you're trying to gain muscle, male or female, or gain weight, um, I would say protein would be number one. Okay. Uh, arginine would be number two. And a daily vitamin is also completely necessary okay. um, just for warding off colds and, you know, everyday things. So, I mean, I would say those three things would be key. If you're trying to lose weight, the same three things. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> that, makes, that makes great sense. You know, I, I see a lot of people that, you know, they, they message me like, hey, hey, bro, what fat burner are you on? I'm like, I'm not on a fat burner. But, and I want you to know yeah. that a fat burner is nothing but – so a common myth is a fat burner burns fat. That's marketing. Why wouldn't a fat burner burn fat? It's BS. A fat burner just speeds up your heart rate. Um, so it's like it's nothing more than taking a caffeine pill. Um, okay. So that's, that's what fat burners are. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I know for all the people listening, that is a huge question that I get on a regular basis. And like, I'm really glad you answered that because so many people are like, hey, you know what? I'm eating salads every day for lunch and I'm taking a fat burner. And I'm like, okay, well, are you, are you going to the gym? Uh, are, are, you, you are you counting your calories? That's yeah. the most important thing. Like I said, if you're trying to lose weight and you're a caloric surplus. So there's an app called MyFitnessPal uh, that I use religiously. Um, and what it does is you're tracking your food. So you enter, you enter in your food. Like, so a lot of people think they may eat a lot. Um, again, if you're trying to gain weight, but a lot of people snack and they mistake that for eating. They're not meals. Uh, or if you're, if you think that you're eating quote unquote healthy, you're eating salads all day. That's not necessarily, you, you may not be taking in enough calories, you know, because if you're, if, if you're not taking even enough calories, so you have two salads all day, your body might go into starvation mode and you might start storing fat. So yeah. you need to know what your macros are, um, how many calories you should be taking and how many calories you shouldn't. And, you know, that's something I can help with. That's something I know that uh, at this point uh, you probably can help with it also. Um, but in order to actually have results, you need to know what your macros are. That's huge. I mean, that's uh, that's probably the, one of the biggest things. I know at least for when you helped me, the first day, I've, I've never followed a meal plan before. So to me, it was foreign, just like a lot of the people that I help now that I'm sure that you help too, that aren't aware of what they're putting into their body. They aren't aware, like you said, of the nutritional factors. And when you handed me that meal plan, I'm looking at this like, well, it looks like, you know, foreign language. Like I'm completely <laughs> like, wow, this is all the things I have to eat. And it seems like so much. But then once you realize what each thing does, like you said, most people will be like, I had two salads today. That sounds great to the ear that's assuming that's the right thing to do. But to someone like yourself that knows, hey, the, this that might not be enough. You know, right. maybe you should follow this. Like that's so important to have that extra level of knowledge because so I would probably say a vast majority of Americans don't know that. 
they have no idea what they're putting in their body and kind of how that translates just trying to overcompensate like all oh, i'm going to eat today is chicken you know well, well, it's, what not, it's, not, it's, 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 it's also not common knowledge so it's yeah. not like that's something you learn in school or so i mean again you don't know what you don't know um, right. in, 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 until you become knowledgeable so um that's i i don't think anyone should feel bad or, or faulted or slighted or dumb because they don't know that it's just something that you learn along the way that's that's definitely true uh you know and i feel also you know like you said you were always talking about you know the different things that people can do for their diets and you know when you switch gears and say exercise you know maybe what are some things that you think that people can benefit from when if they go to a gym you know maybe they're not familiar what are some exercises they can do or maybe how many times a week should they do cardio or questions most people have okay so um i would say if you're 35 or older um and i'm not sure um you know it, it, this could benefit anyone but if you're 35 or older um and i'm gonna uh backtrack here and digress it's cool to have a six-pack it's cool to look good aesthetically whatever but you should be w more worried about your heart and your health yeah. um you know so it's like uh, it's the nutrition again that is more important if you never went to the gym ever again but you ate right and you ate correctly you know like that's that's going to be the most beneficial um but that being said if the specific question that you asked are a couple exercises. I'd say one, walking uphill on the treadmill. Definitely. If you just walk for 30 minutes on the highest incline at like maybe 4.0 speed, your body's at a metabolic burning rate and you will burn more calories than sprinting, running a marathon, you know, whatever. Just just walk at the highest incline. And I know you've done it. Um, and, and it, it sounds way it sounds simple, you know, but it, and it may be a little difficult at first when you try to walk on the highest incline at 4.0, 4.5 speed for 30 minutes and you will shred and burn fat like crazy. Um, the second thing I would say are the power lifts if you're going to try and, you know, build muscle or build cores. And, and the, the power lifts would be squat, deadlift, bench press, you know. Definitely. Yeah, those are those are huge. I mean, uh, I know just from firsthand experience playing basketball all my life, all I'm used to doing is running, running, running. You know, I've never walked in my life, you know, going that slow pace. I didn't think, you know, as a naive beginner, I didn't think that, that was something that was really going to get me the result. You assured me very quickly, like, no, give it one try and you'll see what I'm talking about. And I never forget, you know, when I finished that, I was dead. You know, I was <laughs> so tired. I was dripping sweat. I was like, I swear in like two weeks of doing that, I lost like 20 pounds. <laughs> do you do, like, uh, have you still been doing the uh, walking on the incline or did you, did you stop yeah, that? Definitely. That's literally all. I don't, I don't remember the last time I've run, which is funny. Like I've, I'm constantly doing the walking up the incline, the highest it can possibly go. You know, I might start to begin just to get myself looser. Mm -hmm. I might start at three speed, but by the time I'm at the end, I'm going four speed. I know for a fact, like for the, a lot of the ways that I help my clients, just like you help me, you know, a lot of people, they might have ankle problems or back problems or knee problems. And a lot of that might be due to their diet and the extra weight they're carrying. You know, the, the only way, the, I mean, I, I know people that stand up all day, hairdressers, you stuff like that. I, I, they have to lift. They have to build their core. I mean, that's, that's, that's the way. If you have back problems, you need to strengthen your back. Your back is weak. That's why you have back problems. You need to lift. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I mean, it's, it's night and day when I see, you know, individuals that I see changing or they've had a transformation and they, whatever injuries or ailments they were having before, once they started eating healthier and lifting weights consistently, it's like all of those things just disappear. Yeah. You know, they just go away. I mean, and, and it's not just like for your health and aesthetics. It's also a great stress reliever. You know, if you have a bad day, you know, if you're arguing with your spouse, you know, if the kids are getting on your nerves, go to the gym. You'll feel so much better. It's like a, a it's almost like a natural aphrodisiac. Yeah, I, I'd agree. It's funny because if you miss the gym for a couple of days, 
feels like a lot of different things can compound over and over and over until you go to the gym and it's like all of a sudden those things are gone or whatever the tension you had in your body it's like you've released it or at least or at least temporarily (laughs) yeah 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 you're right you're right (laughs) there's there's always a second part of it but you know at least that that first initial part it definitely helps and you know i know if if, if you uh if you lost your house and you go to the gym you still lost your house (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) but but for 45 minutes you feel better and then you go back to your no home because you lost your house <laughs> yeah yeah the gym, the, the gym the oh, hopefully that happens, happens to nobody hopefully that happens to nobody <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's that's a proper example though you know you can shower at the gym and that's the last shower you take because your house is not your house <laughs> that that definitely makes a lot of sense and you know and even using that example as a house say you're on switching gears a little bit to say the business side of things if you're looking at say a house you're building a business How did you think or what did you think, you know, when you went into the supplement business, like what are some of the things that you've learned in that business? I know you could say a million things because it's ultra competitive, but maybe what are a couple of things that you've learned by being in that business and kind of how that that works? I would say the first thing that I've learned uh, or, 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 or the most important thing that I've learned is, is listening. Okay. Um, you know, it's just like uh, being a coach or anything else, like you're never too old to learn. Like people that are successful, people that are, you know, whatever, I, I always try to pick their brains because you don't have to reinvent the wheel. The wheel's sure. already been invented. So, you know, like, uh, you know, Viagra came out and then Cialis came out, you know, uh, Red Bull came out and then Rockstar came out, Kmart came out and then Walmart came out. So it's like you're just building on things. Uh, if, if you sit down and listen to successful people, they can help you. You know, even if it's not your industry, if it's not your whatever, I, the, the most important thing that I've learned about business is, is learning and listening. Um, so I ask people questions that are e- in my industry even, you know, like, what did you do? You know, how did you get here? Or, What's your story? And, and, and that really helps me because I, I take in, you know, I'm like a sponge, you know. So if, if people tell me, you know, things that they've done or, you know, whatever, I, I, I try to. And obviously I put my own spin to it and I, you know, I, I put my own personality and pizzazz but sure. I, but just, but again just just listening to other people is like it is is key I, I would agree I've, I've always said a lot of the mentors that i have they always say success leaves clues is uh one of the things my mentors you know that i hear them say a lot and and i'd agree like you said if you can pick someone's brain that's already done it or if you can read a book for someone who's had the experience mm-hmm. you, know, you can pick up the extra knowledge and you can all of a sudden become a little bit smarter just by putting in a little bit more effort yeah Completely agree. Yes, that's that's very big. And I mean, even being, say, if you're in the position of maybe you personal training person or say online training and with each one, obviously, there's like maybe some different things, you know, and obviously I'm learning that as I go along, you know, and if, if say maybe what are the things that you can take away that are maybe some pluses and minuses when you're talking about online training or like in-person physical training? Um, I would say online training. uh it's a lot on the person. Um, so it's like you, you like, b- because I'm not there to be like, Hey, what more? Give me, you know, give me three more reps or, yeah. you know, put more weight on. You have to be self-motivated and you have to be dedicated again. And that's what I said in the beginning of the community or beginning of this, uh, you know, this, this, this show, I said, congratulations to you for making the commitment. So you have to say first, whether, you know, that this is something that I want to do, I'm going to stick to it. And I promise myself that at the end of this, I won't regret it. So you have to trust me as a coach that I'm going to do what I need to do um, to get you where you need to be by the end. So if you want to transform your body, if you want to get healthier, if you want to whatever your goal is, the first thing is making the commitment. 
So, and, and that's, that's the most important part. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. You know, uh, just, just in the experience that I've had, just seeing people, you usually can pick it up pretty quickly. Like who's going to be someone that you might need to encourage them a little bit more. You might have to give them a little bit more of a push, you know, and then there's that person that's committed. They're going for it. You know, you know, they're going to go to get their goal because they have that laser focus. Right. You know? So I could I could definitely agree with you on that, seeing exactly which person's going to commit. And, you know, it's, it's kind of more on the person, you know, and obviously I, and when you're in person for personal training, obviously you can be there to be like, hey, do another rap or, you know, right. give me 10 more seconds, you know, so. I could definitely uh, see how there's two differences, but also things that, you know, might be kind of similar in each thing, even for yourself, because I follow your journey. You know, I see when you go to the gym and there's days when you're saying you might not be there. And also at the same time, you'll document, hey, I'm going on another 12 week, this or that. How do you kind of run your diet for yourself? I know you're a very busy person. So how do, besides meal prepping, like how do kind of you kind of keep yourself in check? Um, the first thing is I, I like to, I like to work out in the mornings uh, okay. just because your testosterone levels are the highest. Um, you know, it's just your, your endorphins are going. It's hard to get up. But if you can work out in the morning, especially, you know, on an empty stomach, you know, whether it's fasted cardio, uh, lifting is a little bit different. You probably need at least some sort of little meal, you know, even if it's just yogurt or whatever. Um, I like to work out in the morning. But again, I'm a human and I, I go hiatuses because I get busy without going to the gym or working. But I, I, I would say that if I want to stay or if anybody wants to stay the course and wants to stay um, committed and wants to make it a lifestyle, try not to go anymore than four days without some sort of physical activity. It doesn't have to be lifting, it doesn't have to be running, but just whether, even if you're playing tennis or you know just doing an at-home workout or just doing an ab circuit, try not to go more than four days, max five, without because it's staying in the habit, making it a routine. Um, so if you go more than five days, you're gonna be like, you know what, it's easier to just sit on the couch than go to the gym. It's easier to just go home and go to sleep or it's easier to just go have a drink at the bar. Or try not to go more than four or five days. It's it's. It's staying in the habit, staying in the routine. That's probably the most important thing that I try to live by. That's great. Those, those are really good points. You know, like you said, one of the good things you said out of there is you're a human being. People have lives. People get busy. You know, certain things can happen. You never know. You might hopefully, God forbid, you don't, but get in a car accident. Or like you said, maybe, you know, you're having that 45-minute gym session. You forget to pay your mortgage and lose your house. Certain things can get in the way of that. But I mean, like you said, if you have that dedication every, you know, four days, you know, you want to get back there and get something, that's that's definitely important. And maybe I have a few more questions for you, then I'll let you go. But one of the other questions is that I often get uh, that I know you can kind of shed a little bit of light on. You know, when it comes to, say, holiday, people are on diets or maybe they're on some type of a program or maybe even something simple like a vacation. If you go to vacation and you're 200 pounds, if you come back from vacation and you're 220 pounds, like, is that 20 pounds of real weight or is that fake weight? Yeah. So if, if, if you go on vacation and you gain, you know, 10 pounds on vacation, I mean, there's like a, that's 100% water weight. <laughs> I mean, you, okay. you can't feasibly, I mean, unless you're Michael Phelps and you're burning, you know, 9,000 calories in the pool or something, you can't, you can't feasibly burn that type of weight or gain that type of weight. So uh, it, it's usually, if you want to stay consistent of your weight, you weigh yourself first thing in the morning. Cause um, you know, you haven't had any food, you, you didn't eat for you know 10 hours or however long you were asleep. So you weigh yourself first thing in the morning. Um, but yeah, but I think people also, if you're going to go on vacation, a few tips for you so that you don't overindulge. If you're going to drink, which is fine, we're humans, you know, if you want to have an adult beverage, try and drink things straight. Uh, like, uh, because it, you don't realize when you have five cranberry and vodkas, that mixer is what's killing you on the calories and stuff. You know, the cranberry has yes. got, you know, 130 calories and 20 carbs. Now you, you, you multiply that by five. So yeah. if you're going to drink, you know, try and drink things straight, whether it's 
scotch or vodka or whatever, or drink flavored vodka with water. Um, so you're not drinking, you never want to drink your calories if, if, if you can, or your carbs. Or if you're drinking, you know, drink zero calorie and carb drinks, you know, zero free Coke or, you know, yeah. whatever. So um, I, I know I kind of got off the beaten path, but yeah, it's, it's water weight. You're not, you're not, uh, you can't gain 20 pounds on vacation unless you're just completely gluttonous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that's definitely uh, that's definitely a question. I know some of my clients will come back from vacation and be like, oh, I gained 15 pounds. And I'm like, you know, just give it like a week. You'll probably lose like a yeah. few quarters of that. But uh, that's good to know because that's definitely a, a lot of the questions that I get usually are food related, especially when it comes down to vacation. Oh, can I drink or can I have pasta? Can I have candy? You know, it's like you're on vacation. When you're on vacation, you should eat whatever you want. Right. But you know, it's. I know one one more thing. You know, I say, and then that'll probably be as many questions I can get because I know I don't want to keep you too long. But one of the questions I have is for yourself. Switching gears again. When you have fitness and you have your your supplement company and all the things that you do on your journey, you know, do you feel like you would have ever ended up where you are now, or do you feel like kind of one thing led to the next thing? Never. Uh, <laughs> it, it's funny you talked about your pregame meal. You know, was uh, a cheesesteak, and you know, in college, I probably had McDonald's every day. Um, <laughs> I was a broke college student. The dollar menu is—it's unfortunate that, like, you know, uh, <laughs> that the unhealthy foods are so less expensive. But we could have all kind of different conversation about that. But no, I, I never thought I, it, it was the only thing that really got me into this was. Once I started the supplement company, I started seeing, you know, bodybuilders and, you know, athletes and this and that, whatever. And I started going to the gym more um, because I hate to say it, but even when I was playing football, I wasn't a gym rat. I was kind of more like a, a natural talent. Yeah. Um, I always had speed, you know, and I had, you know, long extremities, long arms, big hands. So I, I was a pretty good receiver. So, you know, that being said, um, plug any NFL teams looking. I'm here still, <laughs> you know, I, I still have speed, even though I'm old, I still have speed. I still have hands. I can still hit. All right. So <laughs> that being said, um, no, I, I did not ever think that would be in this industry, but I love it. Uh, I, 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 I love going to the gym. I love changing lives. Um, and what, like I said, what got me here was once I started the supplement company, um, I, uh, you know, I was, I was around it all the time. So I kind of more just, uh, adopted into it. Definitely. Yeah, that's great. That's a, that's great to hear. And it's just it's just incredible how when you're on your journey, sometimes you start and you never really know where you're going to end up until one day you're like, wow, this is where I am. Right. You know? And then all the instances that have gotten you to there kind of showed you the way when you can look back, it's easy to connect the dots. But like when you're looking forward, you kind of have no idea, you know, and that's definitely a cool story. And for all those listening, I know I talk about goals and, you know, going after your goals. And, you know, a lot of individuals have problems with that. And maybe they don't think they're going the right way. They, they think their journey is taking too slow. You know, and how long do you think your journey has actually taken you from the time you started until today? You know, how many years do you think has passed? Um, to answer that question, um, and not to be cliche or corny, but the journey never ends. You yeah. know, <laughs> I mean, right. if, 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 if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. So, I mean, I don't even think I'm, I, and, and I hope to say, you know, obviously tomorrow's never promised to any of us, but I, I don't want to be halfway through my journey. You know, I yeah. want to keep growing. I want to keep developing. So the answer to that question is, it's it's continual. So when you say how long did it take me, I'm I don't think I'm anywhere close to a finish line. You know, to to, to anyone, whoever you are, I think the sky should be the limit. You know, it, it's just like uh, I want to be president one day or you know whatever. I I just I, I want to I, I look at life when you say journey is. Um, I saw a movie and uh, you know it's it's ridiculous to compare my life to a movie, but I took something out of this right. So it was like there was the world was it was one of those like disaster movies. The world was coming to an end. And it was like, there's this boat. So 
only X amount of people can get on this boat. I don't care if you have a billion dollars. I don't care if you have five billion dollars. I don't care if you have five dollars. What do you do or what have you done in life to deserve to be on this boat? I, I, if, if your daddy handed you, you know, three million dollars by inheritance or if, you know, if you're the brokest person on earth, whatever. But no. But what did you do or what can you contribute to society to deserve to be on this boat? So yeah. that's where, like, w when I die, I want to be like, all right, this guy deserved to be on this boat. Uh, and, I, and I don't know what it is yet, you know, whether it's I inspired people or, or I came out with something or, you know, I, I want to be able to change something or, or change a life or, you know, I, I don't know what yet. And I, because my journey is not finished, what yet I need to do or deserve to do to be on this boat. But, like, I want to be on that boat. Do you get what I'm saying? I, I totally, I totally get it. It's like that the legacy that you're leaving. Correct. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I I'm, mean, that's I, a, I'm, I'm not as eloquent or uh, maybe good looking, uh, Justin, but uh, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate you helping me push my point. <laughs> now, that was perfect. That, that was a wonderful way. I feel like take the show home. That was the perfect ending, you know, and it's just and like you said, not to be cliche. That journey always goes. But like you said, like not just are you, you know, in the supplement business, not just are you maybe an online trainer, or physical trainer. You're in the life changing business, you know, and you want to leave that legacy. You want to leave something to where when your life eventually ends, people are like, Rob, Bob did this and like he deserves to be on the book. But I think you know everyone I mean? should be like that. You know, I, yes. I think everybody should like have like a zest because life's short. People are like, oh yeah, life is, you know, like it's you're you're a, a, a grain of sand in the, the microcosm of, I mean, because everyone dies. Like you got to think like these great people, Michael Jackson, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, the Dalai Lama, everyone dies. But like, what did you do when you lived, you know? No. So. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, that's, that's perfect. That's that's a great way to put it. I feel like that can definitely give a lot of people some insights as far as maybe how to approach their life, you know, and, and not just go through the motions every day, but to really be someone that people remember, make an impact, you know, and leave value to the world. Because if every single person did that, the world would be a better place, you know, if, they, if they gave. So I feel that uh, more so than not, I'm super glad that you were able to come on the show, you know, and share this type of knowledge and, you know, really give the listeners that I have and anyone that maybe downloads this podcast they can really have so much insight on just not just fitness and healthy living, but just what you said right there with more lifestyle stuff and just kind of mindset thing and what you really want to leave as a person, you know, not just be someone that takes, but someone that gives. But, you know, to sum all of that up, I know all of your accounts, but how about you let everyone here listening know maybe where they can find you, your social media, if you have a website, you know, any way that you can plug, plug away, my man. Okay, so um, one thing, the only thing about this podcast is if, it's just our voices. It's unfortunate that people can't see this handsome face um, <laughs> through video. So I, I and, and I'm sorry, you guys, that you can't see my handsome face too. It's not just Justin with all the looks, okay, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, not gentlemen, because I just sounded weird. I, fellas, I love you guys too. Um, but that being said, no, just joking. Uh, RobReedFitness.com is the website. Um, you can find me um, on Instagram. It's uh, Rob Reed Fitness, um, and then on Facebook, it's just Robert Reed. Awesome. Well, that, that's wonderful, man. I really appreciate your time today. And uh, I appreciate I know, you having me, man. Uh, no problem. As usual, I'll always be in contact with you because like I said to everyone, even though I'm a coach, I have a coach and this is the person that you've been listening to for the past 45 minutes. Hey, so, hey. You know, <laughs> with that being said, you know, I'm going to close it down. Thank you, Rob Reed, for joining the show. Rob Reed Thanks Fitness. for having me, man. I you had know, a great time. You're welcome. For all of you listening, thank you for listening to this episode, a special one of the Finest Hour podcast. And remember, do and become the best you. Yes, sir. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to know what you've learned. 
So if you wouldn't mind, would you take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast on your phone right now, upload to your Instagram stories and tag me at JC of the Finest. And then let me know in that IG story what is one thing you learned and one thing that you would like to learn more about. I love hearing more from my clients, listeners, friends, new and old all over the world. Right as soon as you do this, go inside the podcast app and hit that little button there that says subscribe. Leave me a five-star review and a five-star rating. Again, this helps us reach more people. And if you want to be a part of helping change the world one person at a time, it makes a massive difference by you leaving that review. So thank you very much for tuning in, my finest hour friends. And thank you for listening. And I will see you next week. And remember, do and become the best you.